0: That's 800 693 8290.
1: Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are
2: you ready? Are you
3: ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Thursday on this program. And actually, today, you don't know what that means, but I'm going to tell you. John Moxley will be joining us on this program in the final segment of the show. We'll be talking about a lot of stuff. Obviously, what everyone's thinking about probably right now is the fact that he's going to be doing an exploding barbed wire match against Kenny Omega coming up in this Revolution pay-per-view. I'm sure we'll bring that up, but we're mostly going to talk about John Moxley fighting at Bloodsport this coming Saturday night against Davey Boy Smith Jr. He's done training at Extreme Couture, we can talk about that, and yes, we will talk about barbed wire exploding and everything like that. So that's coming up with the final segment of the show. In the meantime, well, it is Thursday, and you know what that means. We're going to talk about AEW and NXT. Two very interesting shows last night. The AEW show, lots of build for the Revolution show. And also, there's a whole bunch of different shows coming up. we got next week, obviously, on TV. The week after that is the Shack match, which is being built up as a big show March 3rd. You'll be stunned to know NXT also building up a big show on March 3rd. So we can talk about the lineups of both of those shows. What did you think of AEW? What did you think of NXT? We'll take your feedback on those in the first couple of segments here. And, of course, we got Raw ratings to talk about, although there's not much to talk about. It was a number. It was up from last week. It's certainly not an all-time high. It's there. This is probably what the show is going to do. Really, if there's anything to talk about, it is that as a fan... The third hour of Raw Monday was the most. How can I say this? It was like I wanted to watch that third hour. Unlike usually, I want to turn the show off. Apparently, a lot of people didn't want to watch the third hour, even though there was a great Gauntlet match in there. We'll talk about that. And so much more after the break. Stick around, Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>
0: Again, that's 800-449-1759.
4: Do you own a timeshare but can't use it because of travel restrictions, a change in life circumstances, or perhaps you can no longer afford the monthly payments or annual maintenance fees? If you feel stuck or you just need to get out of your timeshare, Newton Group is here for you. They are the nation's oldest timeshare relief company which means you can trust them. Read the reviews. They have an a rating from the Better Business Bureau, 4.7 out of five stars on Trustpilot, and a proven track record to legally relieve you from the financial burden of your timeshare. Getting out of your timeshare can be tricky business. So it's important you go with a company you can trust, and nobody, I mean nobody, has more experience than the experts at Newton Group. For your free consultation and your free consumer's guide to timeshare exit, call 877-WE-DO-EXIT. That's 877 We Do Exit. Why pay for something you aren't even using? Give us a call at 877 We Do Exit or visit Newtonexit.com today. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high
5: fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little known truths about annuities
0: That's 800-760-1845
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Elvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. we got a lot to get into today. As noted, John Moxley is joining us in the final segment of the show. I should get all my sneezing in this dusty room out first, but I'm not going to do it because I don't have a cough button here. So, let's all pray. All right. John Moxley is going to be on in the final segment of the show. We'll talk about exploding barbed wire matches, blood sport this coming weekend. And who knows? Maybe, maybe there will be more blood sport to come. Moxley apparently is a big fan of the concept, obviously, as you could tell by the fact that he's working a show this weekend. So we'll talk to him about all of that. In the meantime, we have AW, NXT, Raw ratings, and more. As noted in the opening segment, there's not a lot to the Raw ratings. Bounced back from last week, 1.81 million viewers, 0.57, 18 to 49. Up 6% in viewers, up 16% in 18 to 49. Stayed even with last week in 18 and 34. First for the night in 18 to 49, sixth in women 18 to 49. Blah, 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 blah. What's the key to all of this? Key is it was fine. This is what the numbers are now. I mean, it's probably not going to be too much higher, probably not going to be too much lower. If you want to celebrate or or... Laugh at these numbers. You're welcome to do so. The only thing that I found interesting about these numbers is the first hour did 1.94 million. Second hour, as usual, fell to 1.81 million. And the third hour fell again to 1.69 million viewers. 1.69 million for the third hour. As a fan, I thought the third hour of Raw was... I will go as far as to say fantastic for grading on the raw curve. Gauntlet match, Drew McIntyre was great. His match with AJ was great. His match with Jeff Hardy was very good. Yes, we had some stupid stuff with Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton, but at least it was quick and they got him out of there. And then Sheamus meets Drew clean. We got a story there. I thought the third hour was great. And as a fan, that was the first third hour I don't know. I got to go back to like 2012. Maybe not quite that far, but that was the first third hour in a long time where it was like, I want to watch this third hour. I'm enjoying this third hour. Normally, I can't wait for this show to be over. It's like, my God, another hour? I've been watching two hours of this show. So I was surprised that the third hour did that poorly. That's a big drop. $1.95 million to $1.69 million in three hours. That's a big drop. And there
6: shouldn't have been, but... What can you do? Those are your raw numbers. Not much to add there. You know, I'm, hopefully they don't look at that number and go, well, we can't do wrestling for an hour on in the third hour. I, I thought that gauntlet match was really good. I thought the show was, was decent. You know, there were some holes in it that we could beat up, but why continue to do that? You can do that with every raw show, so... No, I thought it was a good show. I thought the Hurt Business was strong. Hopefully we get an update more on MVP. I'm not sure if you heard anything or not as far as uh, how he feels. But, you know, it was a good night for Drew McIntyre, that was for sure, because he was extremely strong, and they didn't skimp on the Sheamus portion of the story by having him go in there having him getting screwed out of his match, but then ultimately screwing over Drew and, and winning at the end there so he could be the sixth one out of the pod come Sunday. I, I thought they did a good job building up the main event for that show in the best way they could. So we'll have to see how it, how it plays out. But, you know, no real surprise with Monday night and, and the numbers there, period. I mean, it's it's been under 2 million. You know, that's the number that they want to try to hit on Monday nights to get back up to that level, and they still have ways to go to do it. So, I don't
3: really have an update on Conan today. Last night on Observer Radio, Dave talked about Conan being hospitalized with a kidney issue. And he said that it was, quote, pretty serious and that the situation was, quote, very concerning. So, the only thing that I can tell you is I was given the impression yesterday that obviously because he was hospitalized, that's bad but that whatever treatment they were doing seemed to be doing well, and that he might be out of the hospital fairly soon. That's what I heard yesterday. I don't know if there's an update today. Hopefully he is out of the hospital soon, and hopefully everything is okay. But that's what I heard. Dave heard what he heard. And I guess until we hear something from Conan, that's that's all we can say about that. If there's any updates, I'll tell you here on the show. We have AEW and NXT to talk about. And I thought the AEW show was a very, very good show. NXT show, like, if they would have just played the Cameron Grimes video for two straight hours, I'm pretty sure it might have won the night. That video is so great. Cameron Grimes is the million-dollar caveman. It's the best. It's so good that they show the video and they go back to the announcers and the announcers are marking out over the video. And I'm pretty sure he's supposed to still be a heel. So he won, or he, I guess, won. He basically in, in uh, invested money in Storyline and in real life. And he won money. He won more in Storyline than he did in real life. And they, they, they had a video that they aired on Sunday on the pay-per-view. And they aired a second video on the show last night. And the video last night was actually the same video, but they, it was an extended version. And in the extended version, he's driving this Lamborghini that he bought because he's so rich. And he crashes. Oh, he destroyed his Lamborghini. How terrible. Well, not to Cameron Grimes. He gets out of the car. He's throwing money in the air. He's rich. He doesn't care about this car. Yeah. So I loved it. We'll see where this <laughs> goes. Hopefully, I mean, knowing if you watch NXT, here's my big problem with NXT. A lot of good wrestling, way too much comedy. I mean, way too much comedy. Cameron Grimes, I just see this being like a total comedy gimmick. Guy's got a lot of money, ha ha ha, it's funny. So, it's not going to have legs as a comedy gimmick. I mean, he'd have to be like a serious wrestler who also has a lot of money, who, like, you hate him, but you love to see him on television, and you love to see him get beat up. Old school heat. I don't know if we're going to get that. I would like if we got that, but we'll see. That, to me, was far and away the highlight of the NXT show. And the other, the other thing I'll mention, Mike hasn't even seen NXT, so I, don't, I know you have nothing to add. The Kyle O'Reilly situation, <laughs> we didn't see the show!
6: You've seen it. And Am you I wrong? Have to, you usually have nothing to add after you've seen it, but go ahead. No, I got plenty to add. I could talk I about the show for you 45 for minutes. Anyway. All right, do it right now, then. You said that Cameron Grimes, you dared say this on Monday. Um, if I, if I made it through that show and, and heard it correctly, you and Dave Monday. You usually don't hear it correctly, but go ahead. Oh, sure. It was Cameron Grimes was, uh, how do I edit this for radio? Unfuppable. You dared yeah. say that a character under contract to Titan Sports is unfuppable. Are you really yes. going to say that? Yes. You want to know how? why? Okay, I'm gonna tell you why.
3: Oh, yeah, it it depends on your definition of upable Okay, <laughs> if 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 you believe that that there is a way to make Cameron Grimes, uh, maybe a money drawing character is the wrong term because there ain't no money being made in WWE except for television deals. They're certainly not selling tickets. <laughs> But if you're talking about, like, is he going to be a serious character that it can be a main event character? Yeah, obviously they can screw that up. Okay, obviously. But as far as a character where every time he's on TV, it's like a home run. You as a fan are entertained. You're entertained by the storyline. You're entertained by Cameron Grimes. You look forward to the segments. He It can't be screwed up because... There's literally two ways that this can go. He either remains the character that he is right now, which is madly entertaining, or thrown throwing money around and he's rich and he's crazy, or he does something really dumb and he loses all of his money and then he's really upset about it. Either one of these would be entertaining. And, like, there's no middle ground. He's either rich or he spends all of his money and he's poor. So from that perspective... There's no way that they can go with this storyline that will not be entertaining. Now, is he going to be NXT champion? No, probably not. Is he probably at some point going to have to feud with the creep again? Yeah, probably. But as far as, like, entertaining me, no matter which way they go, it's a win. That's it. Trevor Lee. More More on this after the break. Observer Live.
0: I'm going to tell you how you
5: can get real healthcare for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable healthcare for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly healthcare payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current healthcare. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health
0: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervini, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So apparently, is it Hugo that is reporting that Conan has COVID? What's going on, Yes, Mike? sir.
6: This is coming in from Lucha Blog's uh, site, uh, Twitter feed, actually. He retweeted something from Lucha Libre online uh, that reports Hugo Savinovich uh, confirming that Conan... Uh, did test positive for COVID 19, which is why he was hospitalized. He recognized that his life was in danger, but at this moment he is out of danger and is hoping to be given the green light to leave the hospital either today or tomorrow. That was a little bit earlier on today. So that looks to be confirmed by his uh, close confidant hugo savinovich who's been around forever that yeah he does actually have covid but he looks to be out of the woods for right now so that's a, a definitely a good sign right there for a guy who is you know physically uh well past uh his years uh unfortunately with all the the liver and all the issues that he's had the kidneys or whatever and all the issues that he's had there so best of luck to conan for real and everybody who is also suffering from this
3: Holy smokes. All right. Well, if we hear anything else, we'll update everybody, but hopefully everything turns out okay. All right. So the AW show, we got a lot of texts about that as well. Obviously they, well, here's all the matches that they've announced, and that'll kind of take you through part of the show here, as we only have a little while here before John Moxley comes on. So Revolution now. We have got a face of the Revolution number one contenders match. Winner gets a future title shot. We've got Hikaru Shida versus the winner of the women's tournament, which is going to wrap up on March 3rd. We have Matt Hardy versus Hangman Page. Where's Anthony, or Tony, who called yesterday? Remember we had that big discussion about the contract? Mm-hmm. He was not signed to be the leader of the Dark Order. Matt signed a contract that Hangman apparently had written up, so... Hangman can write up contracts everybody. And the contract stipulates that Hangman gets 100% of Matt Hardy's earnings for the first quarter of 2021. So Matt is outraged and Matt says, "Well, how about we how about we put it all on the line? Let's have a match at Revolution and if I win, I get 100% of your earnings for the first quarter of 2021. So money is on the line in the match. It's called the Big Money Match. That was the contract that Hangman switched out on
6: Matt Hardy. We have Sting and Darby. Yes. I have to cut you off and ask you. You've been around the wrestling business for a long time. You were in the wrestling business. You are the wrestling business. Tell do me more. A, do you keep an extra set of papers on you at all time? And if you were given that advice, who gave you that advice to always have an extra set of papers on you at all time?
3: Well, I did not ever keep an extra set of papers on me, but the hangman did explain that he had friends who had taught him to always have an extra set of papers on you. So they explained the story hangman, they did their Hangman, the hangman love story continues
6: <laughs> this was a it was a clunky way to get there and i don't even think they were able to sell the fact that it's going to be a money match it's a money match they didn't even sell that part of it although it yeah, they did. They interesting... called it the big money match. I don't <laughs> you would have figured they would have hyped up, you know, the the play on words there a little bit more with them discovering that hey, we got a money match on this pay-per-view and it's probably going to be a really good match as well too, but I thought it was a a kind of a clunky way to to actually get there, but it is a little bit of a different spin on, you know, hey, I'm going to put up $10,000, you put up $10,000 or whatever it would be. It is a new way to do that, although It did kind of come out of nowhere that, you know, hey, let's battle for our first quarter earnings. Uh, Hopefully merchandise is involved with that uh, because that that may make out really well for for Matt Hardy if he wins.
3: Listen, if you want to talk about an aspect of the storyline that made no sense, and you probably (laughs) could do some mental gymnastics to explain it, but the hangman, when he is explaining this to Matt Hardy, He calls out the Jacksonville Jaguars mascot to deliver the contract so that Matt Hardy can read it. Matt Hardy reads the contract, they do the angle, and then the mascot unmasks as Isaiah Cassidy. Okay, I could probably figure out a way to make this work, but you'd have to do some real... It's possible that they were there together for like a week. It's possible. Now, if I went to a job, if I started a new job, and there was some bloke there, and he was there for a week and then he left, I'm not sure that I'd bring my whole family over to his house. Maybe I would. I don't know, but we'll see. There is always artistic license taken. I'm 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 cutting into myself now. All right. Is everybody here? Or who's here and who's not here? I'm here. Mike, are you here? I'm here. All right. Let me see if byline is still is still on here. I think I, think I might have dropped off byline as well. Oh well. Now we're well, on byline. Here. Okay, Hi, we're here. All right. That was just <laughs> me that dropped Dom, not everybody. I'm in the middle of a massive windstorm right here. The winds are howling if you cannot hear them. Anyway, let me get going here. So the way this started, Mike, was Hangman and Matt Hardy were not just randomly at a bar, okay? Matt Hardy kept asking Hangman to join him, and every time Hangman started to get irritated, Matt would back off. Matt then says, "Hey, let's go get a drink later and Hangman says, "Well, if you're paying, I'll be there. so we know that there' between the making the date and going out on the date, okay that gives plenty of time for Hangman to drop a contract now. Some of you out there need to understand that your problem with this storyline is that you're looking at uh what's the word stereotypes. Okay? Let me tell you something about this old Cameron Grimes, all right? His gimmick is that he's the Carolina caveman. Am I wrong?
6: You're not wrong. You know
3: what a caveman? You know what a caveman is? Pretty hairy. A caveman, a caveman Technically is a subhuman. Alright? His gimmick is he's a Carolina caveman. But don't fall for that. That guy really did invest in GameStop and AMC and he really did make a lot of money. You wanna know why? Because he's actually brilliant. So what? You can't believe that the hangman can be a smart guy? Cause he's a he's a Texan or whatever, where he's from, North Carolina. He's a Virginia. he's a hangman. He he can't be smart, whatever. Yeah, he can be smart. That's the least of my problems with this angle. He's a babyface, and he's a brilliant guy. Now. Oh, my. Can I continue here? We got Sting and Darby versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. We got the Young Bucks versus Jericho and MJF. These are Revolution pay-per-view matches. March 3rd, we got Shaq and Jade versus Cody and Red Velvet. And Jurassic Express will be facing FTR- and are you ready for this? And Tully Blanchard.
6: Oh, my God. Yes. I don't know what was more shocking. Did you not shocking... watch this show either? Oh, I watched it. I don't know what was more shocking for me last night. The announcement that Tully Blanchard would be in a match or Sting taking a massive power from Brian Cage to let everybody know in case they had any question. Yeah, I'll be good for at least one. So we are we are everybody was wondering about will we see Darby Allin and Sting in some sort of cinematic masterpiece. I don't know. It looks like we're going to see him in the ring considering he took one big bump from one big large man last night.
3: For those of you that are concerned and asking why I'm shaking, I'm not shaking. <laughs> we're in a windstorm and this entire house is shaking.
6: Oh man. Hey you know, I, I, I found a great generational gap here on, on from one of the Twitch homies, uh, Behemoth Bear, here, where he explains to us. Tagged Behemoth us both, Bear? Behemoth Bear, who tagged us both to say what a money match is. And he says, "A well, money matches is a term in the fighting game community, a one-off match set in any head-to-head fighting game in which either both either or both players put forth a certain amount of money to be awarded in full to the winner. Yeah, they, they've been doing that in wrestling and other aspects of, of gambling and betting on fights for years. Winner take all. It's been a thing that's been yeah, out there Yeah, but the key forever. is this is a
3: this is a big money match. It's not just the purse for one match. This is the purse. This is everything they've made in the first quarter. Of t- And by the way, I think the reason they're doing that, and it's interesting, because Matt's old school. So, you know, the theory is... If I say Mike has been doing a poor job on Observer Live, therefore I am fining him a billion dollars, well, none of you believe that, okay? If I say that Mike has done a poor job on the program, he's being fined $335, then you're like, oh, it must be real. Why would Brian say $335? So, you know, uh Matt's entire estate is on the line and Hangman's entire I mean no one's going to buy that so you don't even say like a-, a year's worth of earnings you say well the first quarter of 2021 it's just like when the segment was over uh Matt Hardy I think he said $3700 he goes he goes uh <laughs> Hyper 2 I'll give you $3700 to beat up Hangman so then you're like, well, he didn't <laughs> he didn't offer him a million dollars. That's ridiculous. But thirty seven hundred dollars? I can buy hey, that.
6: Reality matters.
3: It does matter. Stick around everybody. Back in a moment with John Moxley, Wrestling Observer Live.
5: bonus points month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, which means you'll save money and reach your next reward even faster. Earn double O rewards points on five parts of Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil, just $28.95, and get a $10 gift card after a mail-in rebate. Collect 150 points and get a $5 reward. Don't miss O rewards bonus points month at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Oh, 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 O'Reilly
2: Auto Parts.
0: 800-754-4531. That's 800 846 2153.
1: Okay, set it down over there and then go to Bay 5. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business We're then. Need to keep going to like Amir's warehouse. To expand capacity, he needs to get started hiring right, right away.
2: I need Indeed.
1: Indeed, you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, uh, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com, very happy today to be joined by John Moxley we got a lot to talk about here. John, how you doing? Pretty
2: yeah, good, man. John.
3: This weekend, this weekend, GCW presents Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 5-7 Eastern Fight TV and Bloodsport.watch, and you are fighting on the show. Davy Boy Smith Jr. will be your opponent. What are your thoughts on the Bloodsport concept in this match with Davy Boy?
2: Uh, I love it it's really cool. Uh, from the first time I've seen one of these shows, uh, I've seen one in New York and, uh, it was WrestleMania weekend and I didn't really know what to expect from it. I was like, is this going to be, what, what are we doing here? It wasn't very clear what, what to expect. And the first match that really stood out to me was, uh, Harry Smith, David Boyd Smith Jr. in his match. And, uh, You know, you've seen him in WWE, New Japan. He's been places that I've been, wrestled guys I've wrestled. But seeing him in that environment made it like, oh, that's this is where he belongs. He's the he's the perfect definition representative of the style. And like like I said, I didn't know what to expect, what I was watching going in, and then I went, oh, watching Harry, I was like, it's just pro wrestling. I get it. It's I see what they're doing wrestling. As pure as can be, no uh, bull crap, no uh, no extra stuff. You know, just pure, simple wrestling. I'm trying to pin you or break your arm or submit you or knock you out or whatever. And that you know, honestly, that's how I started. This first day of wrestling school, they throw you in a ring and they put you in stuff, and you learn how to get out of stuff. And you take dudes down, you get taken down, and you you don't hit the ropes or nothing. You just you learn how to wrestle and it, it's one of the funnest things to do just to be on the mat changing holds and go, trying to tap people out getting tapped out it's a great uh it's great fun and uh you know standing in the ring and uh, uh trading leather and slugging it out with dudes you know that's uh obviously what i like to do and uh strangely enough actually i think the uh What appeals to me is kind of the spirit and the attitude of it. I was immediately like, oh, this is where I belong. This is where I need to go. And these are my people. These are my fans. I'm going to be a part of this. And strangely, I think the comparison that I've had, it's going to sound weird, but uh, it was kind of when I first started doing death matches. I first came to, like, CGW and getting into that scene and so forth. And I never expected to get into that, uh, that style or that, Genre, particularly, but, uh, you know, I come from, uh, like, you know, the less Thatcher School of wrestling that's always looked down upon, like all oh, those idiots in Louisville hitting each other with pie pans, you know, that was for people who can't work or whatever. But once I saw, you know, the, uh, the athleticism and the, uh, creativity and just taking it to a new level, I was like, oh, I've seen this in a totally different light. But the main reason I fit so well there was the attitude. The attitude is, F you this is two dudes trying to hurt each other. This is gonna be violent. the crowd is bloodthirsty. this is not uh, nothing is we're not making a joke about this. There's nothing ironic about this this isn't this is serious. this isn't for everybody and and this uh, shield your child eyes and you know don't come looking for if you're looking for something soft, you know. The attitude to me feels the same way in blood sport, even though that's a that might sound like a strange comparison. Uh, you know, obviously GCW does a lot of different types of wrestling and stuff, but blood sport is uh, obviously the exact opposite. It's just pure unarmed combat. We don't even have any ropes. This is just uh, stripped down, bare. I think that's a lot of Joshua's vision. You know, is, is that that I've heard him say is just stripped down, take away everything. It's just you, and that can be uh kind of scary to just be out there kind of feeling like you're uh you're naked with your piece in your hand when you got nothing else to rely on. you don't have any uh you don't have your little song and dance and your pyro and everything to to rely on that maybe you uh found you relied on that a little too much. It's just you out there, dog like you got nothing else to rely on your skill set and your presentation and you know somebody might have thought they were uh some kind of big star with charisma or something. Then you took away the pyro and their song and dance and their uh, outfit, and all of a sudden it wasn't so much uh, wasn't quite what they thought they were. You know, it's it's just you out there, and that's uh, that's the appealing part. Is just the uh, no bullcrap, the uh, pure combat, violence. Winner, you losers, know- that's it. Nothing, nothing else.
3: You know, someone else that's, uh, that's fought for blood sport, obviously is filthy Tom Lawler and he former top 10 middleweight in the UFC. And he has rolled with Davy Boy Smith Jr. And he said that this is a bad dude. And Harry's obviously been training grappling for a long time and you have done. Uh, you've trained at Extreme Couture. If you watch your pro wrestling matches, I mean, you've seen various things that you've added to your repertoire, the the rear naked choke, the bulldog choke, et cetera, et cetera. I guess the easiest way to ask about your your actual shoot training is how many hours would you say that you have devoted to shoot style training? Are we talking dozens, hundreds, thousands? How much training have you put in?
2: Uh, lately in, uh, especially this year. I mean, pretty much every day and, in, in, in some form or another, uh, got a lot of, uh, a lot of secret training partners and a lot of, uh, top secret, uh, stuff at top secret places going on. But, uh, always trying to, you know, I, I just love to do it too. Just, uh, what you get out of it, uh, learning different stuff and, and getting there and you know sparring fighting and rolling around and learning all this different stuff whether you apply it to pro wrestling or not it's just a good way to spend your time so so uh, especially in preparation for for this for a monster like Davy Boy uh, a, a whole lot of hours and uh, you know you, you're totally right and I can tell you from uh, from experience, trust me I know Davy boy, Smith Jr. Harry Smith is no freaking joke. This dude, I would like as far as I don't even know if you want to say pound for pound, might not be the right term because he's a he's a horse, but he may be the strongest dude in all of wrestling. And I put that against anybody, anybody. I mean, this dude can just he could crush your skull with bare hands, and it's not a that's not a joke. You know, this is not a. Hyperbole when I say this about Dave Boy Smith, he is very serious, and you know his skill set and his knowledge, and uh, taking that whole like heart dungeon torture chamber thing to a completely new level with his uh, knowledge of, of catch wrestling and submission and stuff like that. And he just hits, a reeking hard. I've been hit by the hardest guys in this uh, in this industry, especially in the last couple of years, and I, uh, I'm not looking forward necessarily to that part on Saturday get my brain scrambled by uh, and potentially get knocked out by by Harry Smith. I mean watch a Harry Smith match, turn up the sound and listen to it. And this dude hits is really freaking hard. So uh it could end up being a bad night for me. I got a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot of stuff coming up and uh it could all go you real sure real south. That. I may not make it out of sport on Saturday alive, but that's why I'm there, I'm not there just to uh play around, or this is, uh, you like I, I, don't, I don't have to, I'm seeking this out, I'm putting myself in a horribly dangerous situation here, and doing this, because I want to live on the edge, and I want to make hay while the sun shines, you know, I could wake up tomorrow, and my body just might not want to do this anymore, you never know when uh your number's going to get called, so I'm trying to have the best experiences in the ring and live life to the fullest and I want to be in there with a guy who might kill me Yeah, so uh, so I'm looking forward to it you know uh, win, lose, or draw it's about the about the experience and you know feeling the that's the feeling I'm always chasing man Is the uh, that feeling at the end of the night where your your head's rocked and you got your taste of blood in your mouth your, one of your teeth tooth might be loose you know you're sweating and that adrenaline rush—you never feel any better. I feel like crap most days, every day, but you never feel any better than like right after a match where you really put it all out there and really uh, gave a hundred percent of you know your body and soul in, in the match. And that's kind of the uh, you know that that's the opportunity uh, at blood sport. You know, it's a great place to do that—to apply your trade and just go out there. Blood sport is pure freedom of expression and uh, it's a violent expression. And you just go out there and completely let loose and you're not encumbered by anything. There's no, you can just go out there and just be free and loose, like uh, like you're doing uh, like you're doing hallucinogenics on the beach and running around in a loincloth or something. That's what it's like fighting in blood support. So I'm uh, very much looking forward to it. And I think fans are really gonna enjoy it. We got a really cool setup. As you might have saw this past weekend on the show, you know we got new fancy cameras and like a six camera shoot, and they got all the great graphics and everything, and a cool aesthetic, and the uh, the empty arena environment, which but Sport lends itself very well to an empty arena environment because you see and feel the action up close and personal, and you know we're not out here uh, playing patty cake with the audience or anything like that. So I think the and the shows fly by, you know, and it's a different. uh so, I mean, you know, you're not sitting there for four hours. You know, the shows fly by. They're really easy to watch. And uh you can't take your eyes off the screen because a finish can come at any moment. There's no formulas. There's no, oh, I know that nothing's really going to happen until he makes his comeback and he does his little dance and does his trademark thing, that you know, counters the finisher with a finisher and all that. All kind of the, the tropes that we've... Fans have become accustomed to whether they realize it or not, and boy support, a match can just end at the snap of a finger. You could be, you can blink, and it's over, and, which is really cool too, because you cannot take your eyes off the screen. But I think uh, fans are really gonna, uh, really gonna enjoy this this weekend, and really see all the uh, the effort and the passion that all, all everybody on this on this show is gonna bring.
3: Now you have got a baby girl on the way. Congratulations, obviously. And that's that's a few months down the road here. But in, like, the next month, I mean, you've got a blood sport match, and you've also got an exploding barbed wire match in the main event of this revolution pay-per-view. So we're talking dudes smashing you, dudes punching you, dudes blowing you up, dudes throwing you into barbed wire. I know this is probably an impossible question to answer, but do you anticipate that when this baby girl arrives... You may have second thoughts about some of these matches, and maybe now's a good time to get them out of your system. Or do you just picture this going all the way to the end?
2: Uh, I mean, I've never had a kid before, so I don't know how much that would change my... uh, I don't know if all of I could say, no, nothing's going to change, and then get the kid, and then all of a sudden everything changes. So I don't want to... I can't really anticipate the answer to that question, but... uh, I would, I would think that uh, the lesson I would want to impart to my child or any anybody would be to, you know, what well, you don't want to do anything stupid or, or reckless, and uh, in life you also you got to live it while you're here, man. You've been blessed with this opportunity to be healthy, and uh, me, me, I'm, you know, I'm. I got, I got the greatest life in the world. I have a beautiful wife, about to have a kid. Uh, I get the opportunity to do what I like to do for a living. I don't have to go to a regular job on Monday. And when you first start wrestling, that's half the appeal. It's like, man, I would really—that's what they do for a living. I would never have to like go work in a factory or anything like that. Like, cool. So, I—I I think I would be like, yo. When you have the opportunity to, you know, live life and do the things you want to do, you know, be grateful for that and take that opportunity and don't uh, waste it.
3: All right. Stay well, actually, couch, hold on.
2: Watching TV or whatever.
3: Stand by. we got to head to a break. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live.
0: We are the Debt Destroyer Network. that's 855-325-1780
1: you are listening to wrestling observer live with brian alvarez and mike sempervivi on the sports byline broadcasting network
3: Back here with the final segment of the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. John Moxley joining us here today. Bloodsport 5 is coming up this weekend. GCW presents Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 5. Saturday night, 7 Eastern, Fight TV and Bloodsport.watch. It's Moxley versus Davey Boy Smith Jr. on the show. Where's Jim Ross? Going to be a slobber knocker. And, John, we got like 30 seconds here. So, my final question. Let's say you go in there, bulldog choke Davy Boy Smith Jr. There's a lot of guys on the Bloodsport roster. Who's next?
2: Uh, that would, uh, we have to keep, keep things spoiler free. So, I, I don't want to, I, I got to focus on just not getting my own head ripped off by this, this animal. I would say, though, just, uh, if you've ever watched anything I've ever done or enjoyed any kind of, uh, if you enjoy real physical, uh, nasty, violent wrestling, trust me, you are not going to want to miss this. Of everything going on right now, this is something I'm extremely excited for. I can't wait for uh, for this to happen on Saturday. And I'm I'm super stoked about it, so you should be super stoked about it. And uh, you will not regret it if you uh, uh, go to Fight TV or Sport, watch TV.com. Watch something like that. Uh, check it out, and uh, you, will, you will not be disappointed. I'm very excited about this, and you should be, too.
3: All right, we're out of time, everybody. Thanks so much, John. Fight.tv, Bloodsport.watch. We'll see you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.